Welcome to the creative side of things. Where we empower and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs to tap into their inner creative. From standing out in saturated markets. To debunking and challenging the status quo. We'll learn firsthand from actual small business owners how they've applied creativity, imagination, and common sense to grow their businesses. I'm Javier, chief creator and founder of High Ground Creative. And I'm Megan, founder and CEO of Chicken Co. Clothing. I'm Gen X and her dad. I'm Gen Z and his favorite daughter. Oh, that's debatable. Well, it's not up for debate. Together, Together we, we are, are creative thinkers, design experts, branding gurus, imagination igniters, and coffee addicts. Keep listening and we'll prove it to you. Hey, you might learn something. Imagine that. Ready? Let's, Let's get, get creative. creative. All right, guys, we're back with another episode for season two. Woo. <laughs> that was. <SpongeBob>? <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, right brainers. We're back. Um, I'm your co-host Megan, and this is my other I co-host. Am. Hi. Hi, my dad. I'm your father. Yes. Abby, nice to see you again. It's been a long time. Yeah. Okay. I see you every <laughs> week. <laughs> um, you know, Megan, if if I got anything out of this, even if it didn't blow up like we're playing it. I just I get to see you every oh, week. Oh, we need an all button. That is my <laughs> my payment. For oh, this. thanks. And an occasional Starbucks. And this, yeah, sometimes I bring you coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to the creative side of things, or welcome to the creative side of things. If you're new here, uh, we are here to empower and inspire um, anyone and everyone to tap into their inner creative because yes. everyone everyone's is creative. creative. Yes. 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 And I want you to tell them about season two. Yeah, theme. let's let's keep doing this because we're. Um, season two, Acres of Diamonds. This is a theme. Uh, everybody focuses on expanding their territory and conquering the world. And there's nothing wrong with that. But do not do it and neglect your backyard because there's a lot of gems in your backyard. So we're profiling people in our backyard to encourage you to look in your backyard for, for those gems. So yeah, whether that's supporting them, collaborating with them, just right. showing attention. Absolutely. So these are folks that are impacting the community, have, a, have incredible stories uh, within the business community. Uh, who, who, again, are very, have a big footprint locally in their backyard. Yeah. Hence, Acres of Diamonds. Yes, and we also <laughs> always talk about with each guest on how they've used creativity in their business or whatever they do. And it's been problems. really cool to hear all the different stories. So. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, there's there's a story. Be, people need to hear your story. Yeah. So I think that if you hold, your, you don't tell your story, not you personally, but anybody, that's selfish. Because if you tell your story, people can get inspired to do and something. Empowered. And yeah. empowered. There's someone out there who needs to hear your story. Absolutely. Um, so if you're new, we always share some quotes and sometimes it yep. hints it hints at who our yep. guest is and like what's topic. You don't know who's here because we haven't announced Unless they're watching. <laughs> Unless they're on YouTube. <laughs> it's on the big graphic on, <laughs> on the news feed. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm a listener, so I wouldn't know. But okay, so my quote today, of course I had, had to be fashiony. So mm. um <laughs> the quote is in order to be irreplaceable, one must be different. Coco Chanel. Ooh. Ooh. Different. Okay. Um, this one nobody said. I came up with this. <laughs> no, you, you found it. <laughs> <laughs> but like we couldn't verify. No. So anonymous. Yes. It is. Uh, adapting isn't just about moving from one place to another. It's about weaving new patterns from threads of old dreams. Pun, mm, pun, pun. We yeah. love a pun. We got a really good nod from our guest today. It's going to fit you. <laughs> and you, know, you'll, you guys will find out in a minute what, what the, it's going to make all kinds yeah. of sense. 
Well, I get to introduce our guest today. Yeah, go ahead. Which has been a minute since I've done so. So this guest, oh my gosh, she's a huge <laughs> mentor to me, literally amazing. Um, she is, I've known her my entire boutique career, and like I've told her before, I owe her my career. She has shown me so much love and support and collaboration and taught me about collaboration and how important that is. And Awesome. And not gatekeeping things and just being here for people. Um, so a little bit about her. She's a mother of three. She's a businesswoman. She has been married to her husband for 10 years, but they've been together 15 years, um, which I, uh, like, I totally relate to that. <laughs> I feel oh, like yeah. when my wedding years are going to be so small compared to, like, how long I've actually been with, <laughs> You're already married. with Trevor. Yeah, basically. You're already married. Um, <laughs> but she studied at the University of South Carolina for mm. retail management um, and also fashion merchandising, which is really cool to talk about. Um, she also studied abroad in Australia, which is so unique That's and really cool. cool. And I can't imagine, like, I feel like f- like fashion there is probably different too with the heat and the giant spiders. Um, <laughs> so I haven't you seen on anything like, I'll s- it's the blue one. <laughs> I knew what you were trying to do. No, but I always see stories about the crazy animals in Australia. Mega, it's a and different I feel like even though it's hot, I would just wear pants all the time because I don't <laughs> want anything touching me. Um, but she's absolutely amazing. She started her boutique in 2008. Um, she's seen so many different ways of the fashion industry and has is a great example of, of changing and adapting and pivoting. So Wow. Without I want to meet this person. Ado. Who is this person, Megan? <laughs> Aaron Tweet. Yeah. Yay. Whoa. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I know of you. I don't know you, but obviously we know each other because of this young lady over here. Yes. So thank you for taking care of my little girl well, all these years. You have been a mentor right back to me, so I appreciate you. <laughs> All the stuff you do is amazing. So. There's a lesson here, people. You don't have to compete. No. You can collaborate and grow together. There's yes. enough business for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Well, now, welcome. Now, for those listening and watching who don't know you super well, we'd mm. love for you to just share a little bit about you and your business. I didn't yet share the name of it, so. Okay. Yes. So, my Erin Twaits, and I am pretty much from Dover. I was born in Pennsylvania, but I grew up here in Dover. And as Megan said, I went away to college in South Carolina. And then when I kind of finished that chapter, I wanted to be back home by friends and family. So I opened my store here called Bell Boutique, which is a boutique you know, we'll talk about all the different paths mm-hmm. that we've had because I've had a lot of different areas that I've touched on in my boutique journey. But um, I think we just celebrated 15 years. So congratulations! Wow. That is pretty so much exciting. as long as I've been with my husband. Any, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Any business, and it almost feels like a marriage sometimes. You have yeah. love and hate relationship. No, oh yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> you love to hate and hate to love. Right, right. <laughs> No, that's, I mean, that's in itself, regardless of what business you have, having a business for 15 years, most of them fail under five years, you know, so it's amazing that that you've stayed, so that's a kudos to you. I can see why, because it can definitely be a struggle. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. (laughs) And when uh, you started, was it immediately a storefront? It was, yes. I opened with the vision and the dream of the storefront, actually, when I was in high school, um, when I was about 16 is when I kind of conjured up the name Bell. 
Mm-hmm. And I always had the vision in my head of having a storefront boutique. And you have right. told me before you kind of were more focused on a gift shop aesthetic. Correct. So you didn't quite have a lot of clothing at that, first. That right? is correct. Okay. My initial did not have clothing at all in my vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but after like just kind of surveying friends, family, local people, everybody was begging for clothes in our area. And of course, this was in 2007, 2008 when I was doing all of that. So I did bring wow. in a... Because um, that's a big deal because we're going to talk about this later, but there's been a pivot here. You had to survive because eight, nine, around there, that's when um, the yeah. e-commerce stuff really hit before the dot-com boom and, and also the crash where sh- things started shifting to, right. to online. So you had this brick and mortar. There's this new place of commerce where people are buying stuff. Right. Um, and you're you know. still staying relevant in that yeah. time. Right, right. Yeah. So tell us about that. How did you started feeling the, the pressure to, I got to do something online? Yeah. Um, so I actually dabbled. It was a real struggle in those days. Technology is not where it is right, today right. at all especially for the smaller businesses. So having inventory sync, and Megan could relate to this, <laughs> having our inventory sync with an online website, I very difficult paid more, I cringe now thinking about trying to build out websites that would sync with my point of sale in store. Right. It was a challenge. So we ended up kind of focusing on more of like um, a website that advertised for us mm-hmm. more than carried you could shop and then online. you can come to the store to buy right. but don't buy those we things. try to drive traffic to mm-hmm. our store through our website right, right, right. um so it wasn't till many years later that we got online yeah, yeah. yeah other than amazon which obviously pioneered this it took a long time especially for much small business for that to happen i i was building websites in 2007 <laughs> yeah so i understand yeah you know i, I used to charge a lot of money for websites yeah. you know you yes. can't charge that type of money because there was so that many, skill set like oh, nowadays they're like drag and drop on wix.com Wix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we you know. had a wix site yeah. for many <laughs> years you know and that was after i kind of actually abandoned the idea of trying to sell online because the obstacles and the time and the money we were putting in just didn't make sense. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Now educate me. Were businesses on MySpace or was it because you mentioned (laughs) we did have a Bell Boutique MySpace. Okay, I didn't I didn't know if it was only for personal. I don't know we did because we were like, hey, why not? I'm not sure if it was a thing. And it was like shortly lived. It was like MySpace went away shortly after that. And then Facebook was like Yeah, so we we were created our Facebook page in 2009. Yeah. So social media absolutely was the deal breaker for us, like a game changer for mm. us because it was so easy to get an online presence that way without having thousands and thousands of dollars into a website. Oh, That's absolutely. true, yeah. Because yeah. you're not paying for, you know, Facebook and Instagram, essentially, yes. unless you're doing ads, but you yeah. Know, what's interesting is still the Wild West. I mean, there's still, you can still get a lot of reach without the only... Um, outlay of uh, investment is unless you want to pay for an ad it's right. your labor just yeah. to get the time to put into it absolutely but it's it's amazing because you're in that sh- transition where the world was changing yes. and we'll talk about another one soon another transition you have to do now Pivot. Um, we've talked <laughs> about before what we call disney details and i feel like bell boutique is a great example of this okay. and i think their storefront remains so relevant even through the e-commerce boom because 
even something as the first thing that comes to my mind is Christmas time. Going to Bell Boutique on Lockerman and getting they will wrap your present for you. It was so fun. That's like cool. it was the details were so important. I yeah. think that made you guys stand out a lot. That was a big deal to us. And mm-hmm. it was a labor of love. Like we had a team of moms and grandmas in the back okay, doing that's all awesome. that. We had a whole like that's really it cool. was cool. system. We hired gift runners and we really got it down. And it was it was insane. But it was see that user that experience that user experience touching that touch yes. point is so important in your world. I see I always look at you and commend you and you know, people that I know that purchase stuff from you and they open the oh it you know, it's an experience to yes. open the box and open the, the, the you know, for so that's really cool. I do want to say something for some of our watchers or listeners who uh, are not from Delaware. Lockerman Street, you mentioned, yes. is like a typical main street in an old town. Dover is, you know, the capital of the first state, uh, of the, it's the first state uh, ratified into the Constitution. Here we are on a history lesson. And it's uh, it's been around for, since the 1700s. So it's an old uh, street, which is very charming, that's going through a lot of, uh, ups and downs in the in the past, but Bell Boutique was in the heart right, in of the that strip. Of the, yeah. yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So was that so scary? Like I can imagine the cost. <laughs> like yes, <laughs> that it, was a big leap. It was a big leap. It was an old building that needed a lot of repair. It was mm. a huge undertaking. Come in, Danny. <laughs> yes, Danny helped. My father was a big a supporter in that too, okay, and helping cool. to make that happen. Because that's yeah, not cheap, you know. No. And you're mm-hmm. trying to. They walk in and be in this really nice experience. So it's this old place. And yes, to, yeah. And uh, even down the road, there was still, you know, an old building. You can make it look as new as you want, but it's still an old building. Right, right. So we were always, I can't tell you, we had a major flood at one point. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, we had, like, flooding issues and things like that. Okay. And it was, uh, you know, going... It was always happen when you're on vacation or at 2 a.m. and you had to run down there and, mm. you know, put buckets everywhere. And th- there's a lot of that that I didn't share on social media. Although, in hindsight, people probably would have appreciated it more. Nowadays, it's like... Nowadays, <laughs> people really like to see that. Yeah. Go know, fund me for the Bell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> we are currently By the underwater. way, we paid a lot of money for the Masons to put together this brick wall. Oh, I see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Bell Boutique had their first pivot when you mm. were... Wanting to dabble very much into clothing, and you decided. What made you decide? I'm going to actually second store instead oh. of. I feel like you did half and half for a little bit. Like yeah. it was half the store was closed. Yeah, it pretty much opened half and half. Okay, and then um, we carried so many different things. But what happened was we did bring in some big brands into the store, which in that time frame was our bread and butter. So we had big brands like Pandora and Alex and Ani, and they were kind of at their height, I think, at that time. Okay. And um, This ring is from Belle Boutique yeah. Pandora. Pandora was <laughs> such a beautiful quality. I love it. My, <laughs> actually, I wear these as um, my bands and their Pandora as well. But um, so they had really taken over a larger footprint because we had contracts with those big brands and things like that. And we were running out of space for the clothing. Like, everything was kind of selling well, but it was like we were kind of being everything to everyone. Okay. And I wanted a space that we could focus on the fashion, which was why we chose to go to open our second store, which is called The Look. Okay. Kind of a play off of um, Lockerman Street. So, So L-O-K-E. 
CKE. CKE. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I and knew I said it right. Everybody called every, it People the were lock. trying to tell me that, that I was, was saying lock. it wrong. And I was like, no, it's the look because I get the pun. Yeah. <laughs> you got like, the pun. And yes. we, love, we love puns. Yes. So we called that our sister store, <laughs> the nice. lock. Actually, my husband thought of that too. He's very creative himself. So he's the he was the mastermind behind that name. And that was right on the same street. Essentially. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, which is cool because you could get, you know, your gifts and accessories and then walk down and get your outfit. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yeah. No, no that's a really, cool. it's a great location. Um, um, you know, foot traffic, obviously there's foot traffic and just the charming, the charming part. So when you mentioned holidays, you know, that they do up that place. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. Um, so that was the first pivot. Yeah. And how long was the, the, the look open? So we opened the look in two Two thousand and seventeen. So, the, I, I know the answer, but that's just for the sake of the audience. Uh, they were in the same street. They were on the same street. Okay. So we would go like back and forth. How far from each other? Oh, gosh. a few stores. Yeah, just like in the same side. Stores. On the yeah. opposite. On side. the opposite side. Yeah, and it was a similar concept to that whole like where you say when you collaborate. Only I guess I own both stores, but the idea was that we would like drive traffic to one another and create more in the okay. downtown space, which I was pretty involved with, like helping to revitalize at the time. Right. So um, that was great. I also had an awesome team, so that was a big part of trying to be able to execute that. I That's knew huge. That I had, That's huge. Yeah, great support to, like, you trust? make that happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a big yeah. deal. And, and so it was so quick. It, it was pretty quick. Um, so <laughs> in that same year, I got pregnant with my first son. Okay. So that's kind of a big... Um, that was a huge. There was a lot going on. I was having my first child. Had his two stores going on. There was a lot of there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's a lot. So you had a, you had two children. You had the store and the yeah, child. Yeah, exactly, really, exactly. Probably as painful in some capacity, emotionally yeah. at least, right? It <laughs> was physically. It was a lot. Um, it was amazing, but it was it, yeah. There's a lot going on. So then you have your two stores. Everything's going great. Um, you had to. What was the real court? What was the experience of like having a staff? Like, was that something that you just naturally kind of adapted to it must be a lot of responsibility yes I think for me that was the you know it it's people and Mm. it's people that you care about and that care so much about your customers and your business and it was an awesome experience but I almost think I liked it better with one store where I was more present Mm -hmm. there because that was kind of the like thought process as I opened the boutique just being a little bit present so stretching into two stores like I don't think managing people is my best but I figure you know you figure it out and you just get better and grow and um yeah we did you know it was a good time it was a lot it was a lot of work though now you did this across the street because you couldn't expand the current location but if you would have been able to have a bigger place you would have Combine them into one. Yes, I actually even looked into possibilities of moving locations all together in order okay. to have a, a larger store. So she, she, she's exercising her creativity. I, I have a problem. How do we solve this? You know, so you have to make sometimes concessions when we're doing when we're solving problems. You know, well, I would. It, it's ideal if we do it this way, but we it, that can't happen. We still need to move forward. So this is the next best thing. Right, right. right. Another big thing that we wanted to do was get our fashions online at the time um, because our big brands that we carry didn't allow us to carry their products online. Mm -hmm. So like Pandora and all that, you know, you had to buy that at Pandora.com or whatever. 
ever. Oh, I see. So it was really difficult. It's like, well, you can buy this, but you can't buy that. I, I wanted it more clear. So the fashion boutique was almost everything was able to be put online. Right. And this, this yeah. question is for both of you because you're both in this world. Um, so when you say fashion, so you're, you're putting together combinations and just examples so the ladies on the other end can say, okay, oh, I can see myself in that. You know, it doesn't matter the brand. It's just the styles, right? Right. Is that what I mean? I don't know. I'm so, <laughs> yeah, so he, we work, so those who are curious and listening, so what she was saying is there are brands that you, if you carry them in a storefront, you can't carry them online, like they're only storefront, um, so like uh, Z Supply is one, uh, Pandora, Alex and Ani, you can have them in a storefront, but you can't sell them e-commerce, No, no. What I but would, then yeah. we have wholesalers and vendors, multiple thousands yeah, right. <laughs> that we work with and then build collections right that's um, what I, well, that's exactly. what i was getting yep so yeah so she's having multiple brands this top with this but they're different but they're things totally to show different example. people right. yeah exactly yeah. yeah and that's the fun part yes for okay. sure yeah okay. so cool. we did so basically i still kept those like those big brands and the gifty items in the one store and then the the look was like a very fashion focused boutique it had a little bit of a different vibe it was a little edgier a little more contemporary was a little more like cozy whimsy I don't know mm-hmm. no it's a definitely <laughs> and I feel like the look really introduced us to new bell girls yeah. like we all got to know like your staff more because they were so present with the fashion right. and, and did you start doing live sales at all at this time so or we actually did it was funny we were this might backtrack a little bit but our my the very first item I sold through Facebook was through a program called Soldzy, which I don't think is in business anymore. And I, those products went live on my honeymoon in November of 2013. So that was the first time that I sold through social media. Mm-hmm. And then we did live sales, I think a little bit at Bell before the look. Mm-hmm. And then we brought them back at the look. And yeah, so I kind of had the system starting probably in about... Um, 2016 something like that like right before the look went on the original system there was a lot of inventory issues as well but current systems are pretty good so tell us a little bit more about that there might be some people who don't uh, so right now you can go live on facebook yeah but that's not necessarily this i mean you're live but how does the transaction happen in that next scenario so the program that i use is a program called comment sold and basically it links to my inventory and people like I will go live on Facebook and my ladies will watch or whoever you know will watch and you can also watch on our app but basically you can just comment like sold or I love this you can ask questions it's very interactive if you're watching live which is pretty cool and then it just like dms you invoices right to your messenger and you can purchase that way okay so oh okay. Yeah. So you do, ah. yeah so you do it was oh my god was, I remember when it blew up yeah. it was groundbreaking like yeah. we we're like wait so wow. you can just comment sold small and then it has my card of info and it just yeah. purchases Amazing. it for me and what's really cool is that it really created we did a lot of this in our facebook group our private group okay and it really i mean ladies know each other through the group even though they've never met in our group which is just so cool and they're cool. like um you know Amy, you would love this. You would look so good in that dress. And yeah. it's just the coolest thing. And that's Bell Besties? Yes, that's okay. Bell Besties. So Bell Besties. Aaron yeah. is another uh, 
like comp- I feel like I'll, some people don't utilize private groups and Aaron does and it goes with the Disney details and I feel like it's a way to connect with your yeah, you're building customers community, and right? it's really cool. Right, right. Yeah. And I always refer to it as like it like this group of women are just the best. Like everybody's very uplifting and supportive and friendly and just they just make you feel good and I love that. So that's my like favorite place on that's the, very cool. On the internet. And feeling good is the end game when it comes to an outfit. Yeah. That's it, you want to feel good and confident. Yeah. It's more of the feeling than like the actual look yes. at the end of the day, which is so important. Absolutely. Right. Pun intended, the look. The look, look. <laughs> um, I've told you this before. You need to think about this. You need to do a Chico line. <laughs> I mean, the entrepreneur, <laughs> I feel like I did for Entrepreneur University. It was all unisex sizing. Okay, that's and right. you I got have, one. I do have a sweatshirt. Yes. I know, I know, I know. And I'm, I, I, me and Trevor are the only guys in the, in the cheek. Yes, I do not allow any other men except you. And I don't comment. I don't troll. Because I get, I just watch. like, guys will, like, try <laughs> and get in their group. I'm like, decline. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't yeah. blame you. You're like, I'm trying to keep this a safe, like, a yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know your space. intentions. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, when I see a post, I usually, I don't engage. I just kind of, yeah. you know. But I'm yeah. supporting my, my girl, you know? Right. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. See, that's fine. And all Absolutely. my girls know who hobby is. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, all right, we're going to get into yeah. the big pivot, okay. if that's cool with you. Absolutely. All right, so I think we would love to know if it was all pandemic-related or if that kind of just pushed it a little bit as far as getting the storefront, deciding to close, and move online. Okay, but our audience audience doesn't know this. That's right. Okay, so the shift happened where... That's what I just said. Okay. Her storefront's closed. Okay, it's closed. Yes. Not out of business. <laughs> not out of business. It closed. is not out of business, but we are no longer a brick and mortar storefront. Okay. Yeah. There's the big right. one right there. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that was um, a huge change. Okay. So great question, Megan. That was a really good question. Thanks. It was the pandemic drive this or partly or what, how did that Very much out? partly. Okay. So in 2019, like that, towards the end of 2019, I had decided that I was personally stretched too thin with two storefronts okay. and I wanted to close the sister store, the look, which we also rented that building. So it was easier to kind of, you know, and I wanted to get rid of the big brands. I was sort of, I wanted to kind of own my inventory. Like we were just speaking to mm-hmm. earlier. Um, Megan was mentioning like some of the big brands, you have to follow their contracts, their rules, and they just weren't at the height of popularity that they once were. So okay. I wanted to be done with the big brands and I wanted to be able to have all of my products for sale online. Okay. And so I just wanted that feeling back of that, like, closer, smaller shop. Yeah. Simplify and focus a little bit. Okay. So that holiday, I closed out Pandora, Alex and Ani, most of my big brands, and closed the look. We had a huge closing sale, like, the first week of January. And that, so that was January of 2020. Okay. Is when we closed the look. So it was just before the world. Absolutely. And I think I bought like (laughs) necklace holders from, (laughs) like she was selling like everything, everything. like furniture. No clue that this was about. This was happening regardless. It was like a weird gut feeling. Well, that was for the look. (laughs) How amazing. You were in front of it without realizing. Absolutely. I count my blessings all the time. That's great that it worked out this way. I don't know. Like, yes, it was amazing. So we closed the look. And then in the basically January, February months, we spent that time moving all of the Bell inventory online. Okay. In February. That's monumental. Yeah. And I remember we went to Puerto Rico for a trip. Ding, 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 yeah, ding. yes, absolutely. We we love Puerto Rico. So yeah. we were flying home and I mean, they were starting to shut down California on that flight. So I came home 
And about a week later, we got shut down. And I remember sitting down with the girls that were at the shop at the time. There was about four or five of us, four of us. I could name, picture it, all of us at the table. We're like, what are we going to do? And at this time, right, we all thought two weeks. So we sat down and we got out out a a notebook and we made a plan. And I went, I I should remember this. I think it was Wednesday that we sat down and we went on our first live sale Friday night um, during the pandemic. And then we went live like every Friday for throughout the summer, I think. Yeah. And it was great. Like ladies were home and they were, they were there and it was this community that was shopping mm-hmm. together. Um, yeah. So I wanted to cool. get your opinion. If you agree, people had, they were shopping. They were yeah. <laughs> so much, which is, I felt like it wouldn't happen. Like you wouldn't yeah, be shopping, but absolutely. I can't, my sales went up when everyone got home. I think that was quite common in our it was in crazy. The beauty industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Everybody still don't shopping. understand, but <laughs> no. they're like, yeah, I need a new pair of earrings to sit on my couch. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We did go heavy on the loungewear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We got like cute face masks. That's how you, at the time. how creative. Okay. And they were so popular. So the live sales were so they were, I really truly enjoyed doing them at the time. And I still do. Um, I love doing them. Our customers loved it and it was successful. So it was just a win win. And we slowly integrated being open like on Fridays. So customers could do a curbside pickup on Thursday. So live sale Wednesday night, you could pick up your orders Thursday. And then I think Friday we opened for in-store shopping for maybe a year. Okay. And it was like, all right, people are like, all right, everything's back opening. You guys aren't, what are you, what are you mm-hmm. doing? <laughs> we, like, shop. Well. we want like norm, you know, we want you to be back. And I was pregnant with my third at the time, Marina, who's, yeah, so she was born in March of 2021. And I was like, I just can't go back to the demands of a storefront. Mm. I had absolutely relished in being more present with my family, my Mm -hmm. husband, my kids, the flexibility. And I absolutely love doing the lives. And it also allowed me to kind of focus even more on what I offered so I'm very, like, busy woman, mom on the go, you know, lifestyle clothing. And now that is kind of what I focus on. Okay. Where when I had the store, I feel like I was really, I was just felt very spread thin. I wanted to focus and simplify mm-hmm. all areas of my life. And now everything just feels much more aligned. So yeah. That's, a, that's, a that's a great. big statement right there. Yeah. Um, a lot of us entrepreneurs... You know, we talked about this before. The hustle isn't used to be sexy. It isn't sexy. It used to be like hashtag oh, hustle. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. And I was, Alignment. I had a mug that was like hustler. <laughs> like, yeah. I think like that's it was the, like that's what we all wanted. Right, and then the, the new word is alignment. I, I always talk about does it align with my values, with my my goals, with my purpose. If I'm if it doesn't align, we have to figure out how to extract it. Yes, and I know, right? I think with Absolutely. how things are and and. Uh, when you take the like easy success out, which I feel like has happened the past few years, it's not so easy to hit your goals right now. I think it, it forces you to be like, what am I without my business? What am I without that income? And it makes you appreciate family and hobbies and like those simple things. You appreciate me? Of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like sometimes it can be toxic to be so successful or like things come so easy, the money just coming easy that you forget about what life is actually about. And at the end of the day, you know, when you're, when you're getting older and things, um, you're not going to, 
care as much about, you know, oh, that one launch went really well. I'm going to care about my grandkids and my yeah. kids and things like that's, that. That's, that's absolutely. Yeah. I do want to say something to you. Some, uh, um, so when I first, when we were talking early on, early on when we were planning the season, we were like, you know, you were on the... I was like, Aaron. <laughs> for, but for me personally, that what drew me from your story, from my limited knowledge of it, was the pivot that we just talked about. Yeah. However, as I got to kind of do a little more of my due diligence, I wanted to know the story before that. Like, yeah. because you weren't a year in business and then shifted. So to, to, to me, I just want to commend you again, that, that 12, 15 years of brick and mortar, like that is difficult. Yeah. Um, and at that time. And at that time, absolutely. And, and, and just, you know, I've been in, in the marketing world in this space for over 30 years. So the only way I could stay relevant is to continue to reinvent myself without losing myself, if that makes any sense. I still have my passion, but you may have to make adjustments and pivots. Mm -hmm, and right. I s you've done that. You're like, it's not reactionary, but sometimes we have to kind of go, okay, wait a second. We weren't planning this, but the winds changed. We have to adjust right. or we get left behind. You know, AI is doing that now. People are fighting it. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, it's not going anywhere. So how do we embrace it? But you've done this, not just at one time, you've done this several times because things kind of worth, you know, th any, you want to comment about any of that? I mean, but I just want to give you, commend you and say, oh, well, thank you. It's very impressive what you've done yeah, so to this point. Yeah. I think just like everything you said, just kind of trying to stay in tune with like what feels right, you know? And I feel like I look at Chica and Co too and feel that like vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you very much focus on like what feels. Good, and then That's it good. allows you to, I think, reach your customer. And what feels good could be, uh, there could be a month span where I don't sell any clothing. Like, I'm like, you know what? This is not working right now. I'm going to make earrings. <laughs> and that works. And it's like sometimes, or, or and there's going to be people, there's going to be people who are like, hey, <laughs> I want a jacket. And it's like, well, financially, like we had to stop selling shoes right now because it's a huge expense. So sometimes you don't have to address it, but I kind of will focus on, you'll see Megan go more towards accessories during harder seasons. And it's, we still get those sales, but it's just adapting to what's working and, and what's not working. Okay. No, no, that's really good. And I, I want to also ask both of you because you're in the same space right? Different paths, but going the same direction. Um, the mindset I see from outside in uh, is obviously collaboration. We talked about that, but I love how you, there's similarities here. You, your connection is paramount here first. The byproduct is profit, byproduct is selling, right. but it feels like that's your main goal is to connect with your people and continue to build those relationships. Yeah. Like I literally, when I'm packing orders or placing orders, I'm like, oh my gosh, Megan's going to love this. You know, like that's you so think cool. of those people. Pretty, um, <laughs> yeah. Like loyal core customer and even new customers. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm getting her style and stuff like that. You and, know, it's pretty and, cool. you know, when you bring heart, you know, into things, so many things can happen in a yeah. good way, right? Because yeah. that's the, the 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 abundance mentality and the mindset that, uh, and, and I say this out loud because I was in seasons recently, but it, that it was that hustle and it was more transactional, mm -hmm. hit hit hit, do do do, yeah. and then you lose when you lose connection to the people, when you lose that, it, you know, it, it, it there's there's no meaning behind it, right? There's no right. heart. Yeah, it has to be heart. So again, both of you, it's is that something that happens in your industry a lot, or is this unique? Because I, like, I think it. I think it does, but it probably, I don't know, boutiques that maybe are a little 
you know, any business, I think as you grow, it can be a little harder to maintain that. Okay. Yeah. When uh, she was saying, like, the two stores made her feel disconnected, I see that so common in our industry uh, that, you know, we talk about there's different types of growing, and sometimes I see a lot of in the fashion industry that when you grow too big, you lose that customer connection, and, mm. and then they always end up, like, sizing down again or mm. like going online only or I always see the same kind of pattern happen and I feel like all at the end of the day all of us just want to love and feel loved by our customers right and when you start losing that you're like whoa I well, need to I, change I, I feel something. that I feel that yeah. I mean I in my business with with the agency it's I, I struggle with that because um part of our secret sauce even though it's nothing revolutionary is our connection with our clients our relationship with them we immerse ourselves with them and I never want to lose that. And there's big agencies that are multi-million dollars. Obviously, I want to have an agency like that. I, however, not at the expense exactly. of losing heart. Yeah, and trying to, you know, in my pivot moving mm -hmm. online, that's definitely, I used to spend so much time physically with my customer. So making that pivot, that's probably been one of my bigger challenges just because I don't physically get to see them. So trying to imitate that mm -hmm. or capture that, social media it's you a know different, right? will, will you start doing more pop-ups i don't know we'll <laughs> see pop-ups are pretty demanding oh yeah right. oh yeah uh, but it's a great way to yeah, chat with people it is but my kids are in school now so like weekends are a little more precious absolutely sure, yeah that sure. makes sense yeah it's, it's a summer thing yeah we'll you have a love-hate relationship with pop-ups because i have to pick up the pieces a, me and I trevor have, have a, to pick up the pieces uh, yeah. on the i have a love-hate relationship with the weather right <laughs> yeah it's been a little it, crazy yeah that is especially. my problem right um, could you uh, quickly, or not quickly, I'm sorry, could you real quick um, chat about the space that you're using for online? So oh, it's yeah. not a she should, but it is like a... It kind of is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because um, you've been there for photos. Yes. So um, <laughs> basically, this also uh, like just happened. Um, I, where I live, like, I don't know, like a mile down the road... Um, <clears throat> my family has some property, and there just happened to be this little tiny two-bedroom farmhouse on it, and it wasn't being used. It was it needed re it needed renovated. So yeah. Um, anyways, my husband fixed it up for me, and now that's where I operate out of. So I have my live sales there, which is great because I used to do my living room, and my kids would be like knocking my ring light over. Exactly. There was definitely some funny scenes, but. Um, yeah, so I pack my orders there, and it's just awesome. It's right down the road, and um, I can run over there at 9 o'clock at night if I need to, like, get a little bit of work in okay. aside from schedule. But I'm also always available to go pick up my kids if I need to or yeah, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's, take them with me, you know. That's, like, priceless. I think that style is becoming popular, like, more she sheds, um, yeah. more, like, okay, how can I separate family from business but also it still be mine yes. so when you have like an opportunity of your own property or a property and you're able to do that it's really cool instead of like a commercial uh area you yeah. know to rent absolutely it's really cool getting absolutely. to do that no no i hear you um yeah you it's a you're it's part of the the, the experience um i just love the creativity it's um there's a lesson there with all of us where you just have to make adjustments. Yeah. Always. If you're rigid, if you're s too much, like too stubborn about things as a business owner, that's, 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 you know, you can quickly get passed by competition and also kind of lose um, uh, momentum and even go out of business. Yeah. You yeah. Know, 
know, it's um, it's important. So because you could have easily gone, well, well you inspired the, me. The look is <laughs> you could have been like, well, the look is fresh that I need to just push through and make it work. But you just knew like it's time to step back, not because anything was going wrong, but it was just it, yeah, it did its time. Like yeah, and I feel that way about the boutique now. Like I loved that I had that experience in my life, and it was just like another season, you know. And now I've I've learned so much through that. And then, like you said, Javi, just trying to, like, kind of pivot but be flexible mm-hmm. and see what – because this is all very new for me. And it has not been an e- – I wouldn't say it's been an easy transition, even though I know it's the way that I want to go. Trying to um, be super present on social media but still keep the boundary with social media and then right. being present with my kids and all of that, figuring out how that looks for me has been – a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And still is. And, and you're still Absolutely. in the middle of that. We'll right? let you know yeah. when we figure it out. <laughs> right? I had a few, like, fun questions for okay. you. Okay. So is, I wanted to ask Can if I there's... Can I ask any uh, of Yeah. Okay. I go first, though. <laughs> so I want to ask if there's a trend that you want to come back and a trend you hate, like, like clothing-wise. Oh, my gosh. That you're like, you please never come back. I thought that we would never stop selling Chevron in, like, 2010. Like, people were not letting it go. And they were just weren't, and it kept selling, so it was like, I'm going to keep getting it. I can't keep selling. think of what that is. It's like the zigzag. Oh, okay, that, with lines. It. It's and like we'll triangles. Pro- yeah, we'll probably see it come. I mean, now I don't, like, it's the big, thick Chevron. It was like that with leggings, like a tunic Chevron with leggings and a bubble neck. And a long. Oh yeah. Do you remember Leah long... Sophia? I do. My mom sold that, Aww. and they would always have the really long necklaces. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm just gonna leave you both to talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I can see that go. And then things. Did you say to keep too? Yes. Flares. Something you want to stay, and then if there's one that you want to come back, like a trend that hasn't come back that oh, you'd love to have. Oh, okay. But so flares are amazing. I flares agree. are, and I've been a flare girl since high school, they and I amazing. just, I'll never <laughs> let them go. Um, something I'd like to see come back. Um, so, and this probably has to do with my personal, like, um, my personal style, and I am seeing it come back, but this is something that I say I want to go away. I like shirts that have a little more length. I'm just more yeah, comfortable. Yeah. No, so like less crop tops. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here's my philosophy on crop tops because it's a it's a very tough subject in the fashion world. Like yeah. you will get so much hate if you offer crop tops. My thing is they're okay if you're wearing, like the point of them in my opinion is to wear high waist with right, them. Right, right. Like, so if you're wearing high waist pants and you have a crop top, then it's not a crop top. So then if you like showing your belt, uh, right. it's like, so I was trying to explain that to people who get so scared of them, but I agree. I do yeah. love a big, like anytime I get a graphic, I'm sizing up two sizes yeah. or more. Yeah. Well, so I get that. Let me write that down. So don't, so dad, don't wear crop tops crop ever. Tops. <laughs> but if you want to wear a flare. I mean, anytime opportunity I can show this man's skin. <laughs> and I actually love the look of them. Mm-hmm. But I personally just am never comfortable. I totally okay. get it. And I, my, like, brand now is comfort is a priority. Okay, so that's a good question. So in. what is your favorite piece of clothing? Oh, my gosh. My favorite piece of clothing is probably just, like, an oversized sweater. Okay. Yeah. yeah Bella, you like oversized really sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. As she's wearing oversized sweatshirt. If your life was a fabric. Ooh, yes, yes. What would it be? <laughs> Cotton. Ooh, okay. I know. I'm just, I'm all about the comfort, and I love a good, just, like, good cotton tie. Cotton, I like it. 
Um, I don't know why corduroy stands out for a chica. <laughs> like, really? like corduroy because it's like 70s and it's my cozy. Mom, my mom yes. made me wear corduroy jeans when I was in high school. And, and you know, my freshman year, I had a hard time with. I love a corduroy jacket. But yeah, but when you're in the 80s and you're in. No, that was that's, that was not that's good. That's bad. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to I wear my parachute that. pants and the members only jacket. My mom made me wear cold roars. Mom, I'm going to therapy about this. <laughs> You're still upset about corduroy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you keep bringing it back. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to uh, yeah, I it's uh really interesting to see things come back and um you know when uh retro things started coming back again i was like we were doing it before it came back like chicken co was doing it before right. it became trendy at target yeah. doing their like manufactured crochet right you know, we talk um, about you your mom and i and even your grandmother like you're just an old soul you know <laughs> yeah. it's just um you just you just have this well like, all mom listened to is 80s music so what do you yeah, expect yeah, we do that's what we do <laughs> you know, we listen to you know that's that's my that's my time that's you know, uh-huh. you know yeah. um but no it's cool to see that you what, have what, um, yeah. an era of fashion yeah. you like, like 60s, 70s? I think I'm very, it'd probably be 90s. 90s, okay. cool. Yeah. I and really that was like my era, and so, yeah, I, I do like it. Some of the stuff that's coming back now, though, that was very specific, like the, you know, the, the tees under the dresses and stuff. I, I think, to me, that's just not something I'm going to wear anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, certain mm-hmm. things, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, 90s is really great, but then 2000s when they, for some reason, decided on low-waist jeans. I don't know yeah, mm. why that happened. I know. And I think all women on earth agree to not bring it back, or if it's back, to ignore it. I know. <laughs> I think some people have yeah. tried, and yeah. they're like, nah, it's not We're like, no, you're not allowed. <laughs> um, so we ask this question a lot to our guests, so I'll, we'll ask you the same thing. Um, if you had one fictional character that you could go back in time, Spent and have a cup of coffee with. A uh, no, okay. Let's let's add it. Fictional or historical oh person? That's yeah. Usually heroes. people pick a historical. Yeah. Per- yeah, a historical. It could be person. celebrity too, or like a someone you look up to. That I could go back in time. Oh my gosh, you guys! Just have a cup of coffee, sit for an hour or two, and just chat. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean this. I honestly would choose like my grandfather. I love that. So, oh my god, that's so nice. Yeah, I mean, if right. I really got to pick anybody, that's um, awesome. Yeah, I would definitely. Oh my god, go like, I'm like literally like because <laughs> my grandfather, my mom's dad, I would I would do that yeah. over Abraham Lincoln. I would love to just right. have a chat with my grandpa. Again. Right, that's so cool. Yeah, I love our like family history and all that type of stuff. And history is the best. Yeah. Definitely check out Mayor's. Uh, his he went all into history. It's really cool. Oh um, yeah, our guest. Oh, the American Christensen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's... Uh, he knows everything about everything history. In, in, in here in does. Delaware. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, you probably saw him many times because you were, like, down the yeah, street from him. Yeah, he was very good to Bell and me throughout our time there. And Yeah, he told me when um, I told him we're closing the store, and he said, you'll never get your time back with your kids. And mm, yeah. he understood. Oh, that's nice. Even though he yeah. really didn't want me to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that uh, that Try. whole area. Uh, there's a lot of downtown areas that are having um, re- being revitalized, and they've made attempts in Dover in the past years. But I'm very encouraged about what's happening now. There's some people that we know yeah. that that are part of this initiative. So when in the next seven eight years, is there's this big boom. Yeah. they want to keep the the charm yeah. of the downtown, but also bring business and bring you know. Yeah. You know so that's it's yeah. gone th- through its ups and downs. You were in that. That's also could have been a challenge because walk in traffic. In a place that wasn't at its peak, right? 
that, that could have been. But so that's a testament to your business because you still attracted people regardless of what was happening in the area with, that you were in. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple hurdles to get to Bell some days. But right. <laughs> and I feel like events were either hit or miss of it blocking you guys, like a huge events, or did it usually bring in traffic? So we would bring in traffic. I had a pretty, like, positive view on events. We did not typically have a lot of sales, but it was a great way to bring in a new customer. And they'd be like, what? I've never... When? I'm like, where are you from? Like, and you're like, oh, I've lived here my whole life. <laughs> you know? You're like, what? <laughs> so, or they'd be with their kids at the time, you know, but they will come back, you know, because they got that feel. That's like, great. I just didn't even realize, you know, so. They That's really cool. Out for sure. What an inspiring story. You know? Now, I have to ask, um, are you a tea or coffee drinker? I, I actually like both. But I have I brought you a cup of coffee before. Yes, <laughs> I, I definitely like Pick my one. coffee. Pick one, please. <laughs> A hundred percent. I don't go a day without coffee. Okay. Okay. So. And are you, I feel like you were, I remember you had the simplest order I've ever. Like a, a, a hot vanilla latte. <laughs> yeah. I get way okay. too, yeah. I, I, I get decision fatigue. So I'm just like, I like to keep things simple. I like okay. it. But that's my fave. That's a very, sure. I, I call it decision constipation. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like that question always tells a lot about a person. I love knowing people's orders. Oh, well, we need to ask she that more. She told me, she was like, oh, let me do you better. I got you. Yeah. I, get, I brought her what she wanted, but better. <laughs> Yes. I, like, added a it few was, little things. It was good. I was like, there's no flavor in this, Aaron. Right. You've got to do better. You could do better. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's how we look out for each other. <laughs> um, if you don't mind me bringing this up, I just because uh, of collaboration. So, Aaron um, also, she, me and her have collaborated, and she's used my services. We've shopped each other. And I think if you uh, I wanted to share that I think it's really awesome that one of your, like, main – uh, employees, yeah. uh, like what felt comfortable enough to be able to go and do her own storefront, and you were more than yes. accepting of that and supportive. I think that was really cool. Yeah, this was another thing that just aligned so well in my change. Is I was ready to close and not have a storefront anymore, and my manager of many many years, Brittany, was such a rock star, and she absolutely lived for it. She loves. A storefront. She storefront. loves okay. helping customers one on one in the fitting room. Like she loved it, and she actually really didn't like that I didn't <laughs> that I didn't reopen mm -hmm. so quickly. Okay. Um. So she opened her own storefront, and I couldn't have wished anything better for her because it is so well aligned for her too. And now, yeah, she's living her best life, Golden Poppy. Okay. If you're local, ah. if you're still looking for that in store experience, it's the place to go. So check her out. It's just a great example of like, yeah, no competition. I yeah. love it. We just support each other. Yeah, yeah. that's very cool. Yeah. So and you we all offer something different. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, like you said, there's something for everybody. You just start like boutique university. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I had entrepreneurship <laughs> university. <laughs> it probably boutique you boutique. Yeah. If you speaking of university, if you went knowing what you know now, do you feel like you utilize that degree, or would you have not have gotten? Um. I feel like I did. I'm glad I had the college experience. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, now, wh what happened was I got, when I actually went to, up, like, open my business, I was like, I know I learned this. I wish I could remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what did I And learn? I would kind of have to go back and relearn, but I also knew that the information, like, I had a general idea of it, but okay. actually applying it is just tenfold it what is. you get out of just being told it. So I'm not saying, I, I do believe it benefited me. And overall, I had a great experience and I made amazing friends. That's cool. It, so. That's cool. Yeah. The experience is, yeah. 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 I mean, when I went to college and 
I learned how to make a relish yeah. mustard sandwich. Yeah. I know how to make Do I think it was an absolutely imperative or necessary? No. Okay. You know. Yeah. I mean, I could come back. Yeah, Bella, my aunt, she's going marketing at the, at the local community college, yeah. so she gets book experience there, book right. no, and she gets practical knowledge. Well, here. that's the best of both right there. No, but yeah. I think she's learning more here. I would. I feel I'm assuming that. nowadays, if you're studying what you did, they're probably Im- implementing social media and that type of stuff. Oh, now. for sure, they didn't do that then, but we did get to do a lot of like interactive with stores. That's and cool, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Wow! This is good. This yeah. has been so nice. It Thank flew. You so We're like much. 15 minutes into this now. Yeah, right? nice. something. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, I don't have any other questions. I mean, I've this has been wonderful. Well, I, I I appreciate you coming and seeing us here and. Uh, being um, a listener or, or, or last question, listener or watcher? What do oh. you prefer? Oh, oh a listener. Okay. Yeah, because I'm a like, and I maybe to a fault, I'm a multitasker. Okay. So like, I love listening podcasts while I'm doing another task. That okay. Require too okay. much focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm like, pack, like imagine packing orders, I'm, I would keep having to like stop and like watch the TV. So I always have my AirPods in, and I can Fine. go about my. <laughs> we're like have this thing. However, <laughs> the like. Like when you guys share it, and I see the scene, it really drives me. I like me the in. real, right? Because yeah. you connect with us, yeah. Yes, and then exactly, you can, right? Yeah, it definitely okay. puts it in my. Are you brain, ready to see so your face marketing. on the reel? Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna draw out. Some I fun think I already so. know. I want a clip to be us talking about the trends and like showing the the pattern, like the triangle pattern. Oh my and, like, god! Right. I want to show visuals of what we hate. <laughs> so we'll do that. one. Yeah, we'll make sure. <laughs> I can send you some pictures of that. Great. Yeah, if you the have world. OG, that would be like really Bell, nice. Bell I Chevron. Was that what sure. it is? I keep wanting to say Chevron. <laughs> okay. There's probably like a, in some of your stuff now, that vibe, but you'll see when I send Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again for being on. Thank you, Megan. Yeah, thank you. This it's a so pleasure. Cool. Absolutely. Uh, that Right Brainers wraps up another gem of an episode on the creative side of things. And we had so much fun chatting with Aaron. I hope you guys learned something or feel inspired. Um, do you have any advice for anyone listening uh, <sighs> who's a either – they don't have to be a business owner, but just any anything you want to say? Yeah. I would just say to, like, lean into your intuition and kind Ooh. of follow your heart, just back to what we kind of mm. – Avi was saying, too. Like, you kind of – I feel like it's really hard to go wrong if you kind of stay aligned with, with what – that's Feels awesome. Right. That's perfect answer. And how, where can we find you? Can you just plug yourself here? Like Yeah, so Bell Boutique, it's just three letters, B-E-L, and we are Bell Boutique 28 on Instagram, and which was 28 West Lockerman Street was our address. Okay. And then, of course, Facebook, Bell Boutique, and our group, Bell Besties, if you're... Bell Besties. If you want to join the I'm a Bell Besties. group of gals, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but for those of you always on the go, like me and Aaron, multitaskers, you, we have your back. You can tune in and let your creative Activity flow on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and even Google Podcasts. Yes, yeah, so you can watch our smiling faces <laughs> uh, on YouTube. And we're but practically see, everywhere. See, I'm a watcher, and then if I'm not paying attention, I can still listen to it. Yeah, I'm, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So you're always just gonna. But we are everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. You love me. You love your YouTube. I do. Yeah. Um, so always remember that the world needs your creativity. And you're all creative. So go create something. Go create something.